One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, doing everyone? Welcome back to General Fantasy Analysis. In this one, I just want to go through the Friday night games. But just firstly, I'm seeing a lot of comments in my in my comments section there on YouTube, um, on Discord, and also in Facebook groups. Just around, you know, all the guys that have done well and, yeah, these are all the guys I want to get into my squad next week. Remember, you do only have two trades and remember that you picked certain guys for a reason. And a lot of these guys that you are probably thinking about trading out already, you haven't even seen play yet. You know, it could be something as simple as, oh, okay, I didn't I didn't bring in Tago, I don't have Billy Walters, um, and, yeah, you're looking at guys like Panasini or Billy Smith or all these kind of guys and going, oh, I'm trading them out straight away next week. Remember... They can come out and get 50, 60 as well. They can get 40. Um, and even if you know if they do come out and get a 35, it's only you know, 15 or you know, 20 points behind some of these other guys. And it is round one. You know, there's every chance that someone like Tago could come out and get 33 next week. You could come out and get 25 if they get beat. You know, he had a perfect game, for example. Billy Walters had a really good game also, and we're not even sure if he's going to be playing next week. So... There's a lot of things to think about with all of these guys. And you know, even we're going to talk about Lockie Lewis in a sec, but... With him, yes, he had a bad game. But remember, we're picking a lot of these guys to play in our 17 based around the fact that they're probably going to have a, a strong game, obviously, but their team's going to have a strong game. And, you know, everyone would have thought Rabos were going to do well in that game. And they had scored four points and, and he you know, didn't get involved as much. He missed a bunch of tackles. Remember, he's super young, okay? These are things we've got to think about when we're looking to possibly trade out a lot of these guys from our team. So... On that note, just relax. Hopefully, um, here is your voice of reason after each week or each game. You know, it is round one. It's obviously really exciting, but let's just simmer down a little bit. Guys that get massive scores in first round, no, don't often get massive scores in second round. If they score a try, yes, they're going to score. They're going to score well that game. You know, they're going to get twenty points from that try, and then whatever base they get from that. So, just relax and subscribe to the channel. I really appreciate it. All right, let's go. Raiders and Sharks. So we start with Teague Wilson, and he had an awesome game. He, he got the try. He got the line break. It was a really good, nice line run. Um, great pass from Nico Hines, for example. 
Other thing to mention, guys, is all of the offloads haven't updated in the NRL Fantasy app. So they should update um, by the end of the round or sometime through this week. We're not exactly sure. Obviously, it's a new rule and they forgot to add it into the NRL Fantasy system. But it is on your NRL.com stats. So if you jump in and look at the games, you'll see that you know Teague, for example, is a little bit higher. They've given um, you know Hines, four, uh, what's he got, 53, 51 on here and 53 in the... Um, in the uh, sorry on NRL.com for example so we'll have a uh, chat through them later but just letting you know earlier that a lot of these guys are a little bit higher than what they may seem Hudson Young 58 so sorry we'll talk finish with Teague um, obviously a great game if he's you know playing 80 minutes every week and getting the odd try he'll have games like this but he'll also have games around the 45 mark so just be aware of that that you know 484 is going to start you know making a bit of cash now but he has to keep up you know the try scoring to, to make a lot of cash so you know 484 he's priced over 40 and you know, it has to be scoring anywhere between that 46 to 50 on a regular basis to keep making you cash. So if you started with him, awesome work. If you didn't, just probably hold off. Hudson Young again as well, so 58 with a try. And you know, if he, he played the full 80 and he wouldn't have got anywhere near that uh, if he didn't score that try right at the end. So just be aware of that if you're looking at him next week. But the 80 minutes is really cool. Blake Bradley looked great. I loved his running at the start of the game and obviously got a little try in there as well. Um, question, where's the... Where's the line break? If that's not a line break out of the scrum, I'm dead. Like, what? I don't understand that. Anyway, um, that's that. Braley, solid, 570K. You know, he's, he's priced in the mid-40s, mid-to-high 40s. So, you know, if he takes away that try, which is going to be normal, and he, he had an awesome game, I, I wouldn't be looking at him, personally. Fanukin had a really good game. 64 minutes, 45 tackles for no misses. Just the one penalty conceded there, 78 metres. So, he had a really good game. Will he play 64 most weeks? I'm not exactly sure, but um, yeah, he, he showed some great potential as a as a guy that's going to do a lot of work for the Sharks. Remember, they did also um, they did also have uh, a lot less ball, especially in that first half, so he did a lot of tackling early. Jack White looked great. Did a bit of everything. You had the 18 tackles there, the five tackle breaks, running the ball well for 142 metres, 220 kick metres as well. So splitting that with, with Bradley Schneider was solid and he should be averaging somewhere around that 50 to 55 I'd say so probably a tiny bit upside but yeah really good to see the Raiders play well in general and that's probably my consensus to this game Raiders played pretty well Sharks had a pretty bad first half the amount of offloads in that first one they just couldn't tackle them couldn't hold on to them so yeah both teams were pretty solid this year I reckon close to that top eight so that's that for that one Papali'i was very solid with the 52 just doing a bit of everything right a few offloads um, a few tackle breaks, you'll get a couple extra points for those offloads. Nico Hines, you know, for a game where they didn't play very well, he didn't do anything spectacular. He got tries, his three goals, you know, three tackle breaks, 19 tackles for three misses was okay. He runs the ball and he kicks as well. So really happy with his output. You know, he hits his he hits his price target anyway. So you know, nothing too stressed uh, to be to be too stressed about, and he'll improve from there. Uh, CHN was solid at 47 in 58 minutes. Not too bad. Um, Schneider's probably the one we want to talk about with the 44. So he was super solid. 31 tackles and one miss. He was actually really solid in defense. Uh, you know, a few there where he it was either one-on-one one or, you know, just two-on-one on one there. And held his own in defense, even though he's a small guy. 240K, everyone needs to have him in his side. Uh, liked his goal kicking. Yeah, it's really, you know, much better stroke than what Hines did, for example. So he'll, he'll stay in the team solely, you know, <laughs> He played well, but solely to do with that goal kicking because he was um, he was really good there. Ran the ball a little bit, which was cool, and kicked a little bit. So a little bit of everything. Uh, really happy with how Schneider went in round one. Tarpany, okay. A lot of people have been talking about him. He did look great in his you know even out there. Yes, he's going to get a couple extra points for the for the offloads that he had, but you know mid forties when you're getting him at five seventy nine k, 
is not good enough, right? We're, we're wanting we're wanting in the mid-50s for him. And he's someone that's going to get a 41. And he's going to score a try and he's going to get a 70. So just be aware of that. And that's something that, you know, he looks amazing every year. We come to round one, round two, round three, and he's got a you know decent score and a couple of you know, a couple of average scores in there as well. So be aware of that. Nakora, this is very similar to what you know he's produced over the years. Obviously, he didn't get a lot of running, so you know we saw we saw what we saw in the trials was a lot better than what we saw in round one from him. He'll be better. He got the six missed tackles, so um, don't stress too much about Nakora. If you, if you have him, I'd be sticking solid. Of course, I'll have a laugh about this. Is you know I was very much thinking of of just running Randall in round one and then either going and then going to Grant or something like that in round two, uh, trading someone else. Um, and then Starling, you know, comes in and, and plays almost a full game with Hodgson looking to be out with some kind of meniscus MCL injury. Uh, could be about six weeks. So Starling becomes a solid option. He didn't have a great game himself. You know, four tackle breaks, 39 tackles, four misses. Did have one try assist, but didn't run the ball as much as normal. So he'll be averaging somewhere in the 50s over the next, over the next you know, bunch of weeks if he's getting that start and getting 80 minutes. So be aware of that. He could be a decent option if you didn't start with the gun, for example. Um, but he could also be solid off the bench as well as a pretty safe option. Like if you play, got 40 and didn't play that well. Okay, the Horse Brats so needed to play a few extra minutes with a couple of guys uh, going off with some HIAs. Obviously, Hodgson not playing through the middle as well. So expect Horsbrot to be somewhere in the mid-30s minutes, but he's also always a, a solid scorer. Someone I was really impressed with was uh, Matty Tomoko. Eight tackle breaks there. He's very, very... Electric running the ball, uh, very similar to, to Kotrick. You know that edge there with Kotrick himself, um, you know, and Whiten, for example, to go along with Hudson Young is really, really strong. Uh, and I can see them going that way a lot. And you know, Tomoko being a bit of a beneficiary. Him at four forty five k though is that's a little bit too expensive, I think, when he's priced just you know at about that thirty seven thirty eight to to do very well for your squad. And you know, when when there's a lot of gun, sorry, a lot of good centers at cheap prices, I'd probably leave him out. You know, Charles Nickel Clookstar had a solid game without being amazing, 37 points. This is very normal for him, being priced in the mid-30s there. You know, not too much value I see with him, and you know, we've had a, a bit of a chat about that over the, the, the last bunch of weeks anyway. Moylan did his thing. Kotrick was 31, was okay, so you get a little bit of value out of him, but uh, not too much being priced at about that 30 mark. So he was okay with a line break try assist, but yeah, 57 metres is not good enough for him. If he can get a little bit more... Um, running meters and yeah that four tackle breaks will increase dramatically with the odd offload as well so i wouldn't be too stressed about him if you started with mr james schiller you get a 28 and i think he was pretty solid to be fair you know 59 running meters probably not enough but five tackle breaks in that 59 was really really cool and if you have got him i'd you know i'd be happy with how he went and and hopefully you can keep his spot and be that sort of dual position cover as well for your side if you look a little bit lower, we've got Kennedy with a try and a line break. Just didn't really have much of a game. You know, they didn't obviously play well at the start, so he didn't get to do too much. 73 metres, two tackle breaks with the line break and try, only for 24. Unfortunately, it wasn't good enough. So that's that for Kennedy. If you own him, I'd be looking to hold for sure. You know, it is one week, so don't stress too much with that. Um, and then we've got Elliot, for example, with 53 minutes for 21. So he'll improve on that for sure. But at 598k, we'll just watch him. Over the, over the next month or so and see how much cash he loses because if he gets an opportunity somewhere in, in that pack, especially on an edge, if there's an injury to a, a Hudson Young, an Elliot Whitehead um, or a, C, uh, a CHN, then, then he could be a decent option. So just keep an eye out on him for the next little bit. 
Ramian, luckily, is, is someone I told people to, to stay away from at the start. I just didn't see the value in him, and, and a 13 is going to be pretty tough. He'll have a game you know, in, a, in a week or two, which will get 60 and score a try or two. But yeah, the, the five missed tackles um, wasn't ideal for only the 42 run meters. So you can see a lot of the run meters, guys, came from a, a bunch of the guys in the middle and, and obviously a couple of the halves as well in, in Nico and, and Whiten. A few of those edges going over 100 as well, but... Yeah, very interesting to see the run meters probably down a little bit on last year, just with the the new um, the new kicking uh, sorry the new penalty rule for example in your in your bottom forty. So yeah, you're starting forty there to, to kick out um, to touch on that one it was very um, interesting to see those those meters down. Which we'll have a look at the next game and see if that uh, is a trend that's starting to happen for sure. All right. If you haven't liked this video, please do so. Really appreciate it. Thanks for being here, guys. Broncos and the Rabbitohs. So again, the Offloads is uh, not updated here. So Payne Haas should be at the 84 mark. Uh, if you captained him, the 71 minutes. Actually, you know, when, when he got the HIA, I was like, please, like if he's actually okay, which it looked like he was because he got hit in the back, right? If he's actually okay, it, it, it covered, uh, I think it was the last night, yeah, the last nine minutes before half, and then he gets that extra time at halftime to recover uh, and then get to that 15 minutes and come straight back on and probably play the rest of the game. And that's exactly what happened. And, yeah, Payne Hass, we spoke about him being such a, a clear option in uh, as captaincy. And if you picked him up, then then well done. If you captained him, even better. Uh, but yeah, the four offloads, a couple of turnover tackles. When, you, when you're making 45 as a big boy, then um, it's obviously a pretty good chance that you're going to get the odd turnover tackle as well. And he's just a superstar. He he's one missed tackles right near the end of the game. So just never really does anything wrong. Thankfully for me, I had the top two scorers in this game. And I hope that um, you know, a bunch of you guys picked up Arrow and, and, and went for that decision. I'm, I'm really happy with how the setup went. You know, Starting on the edge, he was actually really, really slow. So seven in about 25 minutes, I believe. And then moving to the edge, he, you know, sorry, moving to the middle, he, he scored over a point a minute for the next sort of, um, you know, the next section of time until he, he went off at about you know, 60 minutes that he'd played. And I thought that was about it for him at that 55 mark and then came on for another, um, another 12 minutes to finish and picked up another sort of seven points there. So he was really, really cool. I was really happy with um, with Jai. Uh, so he should be getting 64, I believe. And, and the minutes there, you know, we, we spoke about Jaden Sewer playing you know, around that 70 minutes on the edge. And, and for Arrow, it's going to be even better with him you know, starting on the edge and then moving through the middle. They bring on, they brought on Jacob Host on that edge. So, yeah, really happy with that pickup in the dual position. Uh, for those people that already said, "Oh, I got to buy, I got to buy Arrow," you don't have to buy him, right? He's going to be he's priced at forty three now. He's going to go up to about a forty five price after that 62, 44, 45 price. So I expect him to be somewhere around the fifty mark in scoring. So they're only about a five or six point in value there for for your for your squad, and probably someone that's not worth a trade in. He's nice to start with because you get that little bit of a uh, little bit of a bonus with some decent scoring, that bonus in price. Uh, but he's not someone that I'd be looking to target, especially at this stage. Obviously, you know, look, uh, look at it all, you know, from Monday and Tuesday when when team lists and stuff are out. But yeah, a really happy one there if you decide to pick him up. Well done, Kelly, Capewell, and Turpin, all guys that we didn't probably want to talk about too, like didn't want to pick up too much. Capewell is a decent option. Obviously, got the uh, the field goal. Um, Fifty four meters was not, not ideal, and a lot of tackling in this game. You can see the the, the first sort of bunch of guys here: forty three tackles, 40, 45, and forty two. So plenty of back and forth in this one, being a low-scoring one, you know, the ball in play a lot more. These type of middles um, are going to do well, and the halves, especially with the kick meters, for example, with Kelly. So doing a bit of everything there. It'll be interesting to see who keeps that spot, but his kick meters are going to go massive down, massively down. Uh, let's go with Damien Cook, and 53 in his 80 minutes was, you know, a solid effort. 
without doing too much. This is, you know, I'm really happy that he ran the ball a lot more at 118 metres gain, but, you know, the 43 tackles for two misses is completely normal for him. Just no attacking stats in terms of try assists or tries. And, and this is cool. If he can get the 53s, you know, Cook has that big chance of getting somewhere between the 75 to 85 pretty comfortably um, when he gets that 80 minutes. So good to see he got that 80 there. And I wouldn't be stressing too much about Damien Cook if you brought him in. You know, he's priced at 60, so you lose a tad on that. But that's okay um, for a gun as long as they're not injured. Uh, and getting around that 50-plus mark, you're doing okay. Remember, people captain Tommy Trebojevic and picked him up for a million, right? So yeah, you're not too stressed there. All right, Carrigan, 53. He was really solid. I'll, you know, he was at over a point a minute for his first stint there. Uh, so he was really cool. But at 550, uh, 588k, you need him to be hitting 55 plus. So yeah, a really good game for him. And he's still only got 53. That minutes is going to be pretty normal for him around that 57. So keep that in mind if you're looking to pick him up. Billy Walters, he was awesome, wasn't he? I actually think he might have been close to earning his spot. As good as Kelly uh, Kelly was. I think Kelly has more, more of a better opportunity playing 14. I think he, he would do okay in that in that role and he can be like a second kicker and, and come on and, and be that tough guy through the middle, run the ball a lot. Um, but Billy Walters really ran the ball nice. He had a nice left foot step, got through the line closely, you know, pretty close a few times. And, you know, tackles well also, 24 tackles. He likes to rip in six tackle breaks and a couple of offloads. He'll get up to about 53, I believe, and a little bit of kicking. So <clears throat> for Billy, I think he was um, I think he was great. And if you started him you know, in your top 17, then awesome. I personally had him in number five emergency, so that was great. <laughs> um, and played Ilias over him. But yeah, there, there's no way to expect that Broncos were going to come out and, and beat the Rabbitohs. But, you know, it shows that obviously they're missing Reynolds for sure. All right, Cam Murray, 46. A lot of people ask me, you know, what are your thoughts on him? That 58 minutes is, is the issue with Cammy. You know, it's very hard to get, when you're priced at, you know, in, in the 60 mark, it's very hard to get that point a minute over that amount of time. So, you know, some games you'll play longer minutes and sometimes he won't. Awesome. Something went wrong. Thank you. Um, yeah, so very hard to that. And, and he's coming off some surgery. So that was the reason for not picking him up too much at this stage. Palaszczuk was the interesting one at 4.16. He was you know, very close to, I think it was 40 and 45 minutes and then kind of slowed down a little bit at the end. But he's someone that obviously got some bigger minutes. They do have a couple of guys to come back with Flegler, for example. So he might take that starting, yeah, that, that bigger minute role. Jackson Paulo was interesting. He, he's going to pick up a 40 and you know, got a try saver, a try assist and a couple of line break assists and, and a goal attempt in there, which is cool. Actually, two goals attempts and missed the last one. Uh, but he was um, he was pretty solid. He kind of he was one of the only South guys that had a, a pretty decent game. Both centers went all right, forty six and thirty eight for for Paulo and Graham respectively. So yeah, he was solid. If you picked him up at three twenty seven, you're, you're pretty happy with his forty for sure. I wouldn't be looking to pick him up. Just yeah, he'll go up to about three hundred and fifty k after this one. All right, Cobo. I think he was really really nice to to watch. Like that that in and away that he did on the on the wing was awesome. Um, and it was nice to hear that he, you know, I saw on Bloke in a Bar just before that he, you know, is, is the one to, to stay around and, and hang out with all the fans after the games and stuff. So really cool for a young fella to just be really grateful and, um, you know, respectful to all his fans and, and everyone that wants to, you know, talk to him. Cause he's a, he's a bright young uh, star in our game and, and, um, yeah, really good to see how, how well he played. What was he? he had the six, you know, six missed tackles there. Six errors actually. What? <laughs> six errors. Holy moly. Didn't see that. So he actually would have had a much better game if he you know, got a few of those errors out of his, out of there. But he was um, he was great to watch and a good win for the Broncos. <clears throat> Moving down a little bit lower. So Ricky went off after you know, 65 minutes. So he's going to get a little bit cheaper, which is cool for a bit later in the season when you know, Reynolds is back and, 
and um, yeah, feeding him some good ball. For example, Ryan James, someone that you know people are interested in, and we'll, we'll stay away from him at that uh, at that minute space at thirty five, and might even get less with um, with Flegler coming back. Cody Walker didn't have a great game. Just didn't get his you know, standard tackle breaks, didn't run the ball as much, didn't kick the ball 228 metres, so a few more than uh, what Ilias did, for example, which is a little bit concerning, but it was more just the um, the type of game I'd expect, you know, Cody to, in the first few games of Ilias' you know, starting role in the team that the Walker would take control a bit more, but they didn't play very well um, and should be improving from there anyway. Uh, Katoni Staggs with 18, so it'd be cool to see if you don't own him, his price to get a little bit lower and he can become interesting. Same with Herbie Farmworth, so two really good players just um, weren't able to get into this game too much, which happens sometimes in these low-scoring ones. Okay, Lockie Elias. So we talk about him as someone that had 18 tackles and five misses, a couple of errors as well. So I think, obviously, it wasn't his night, right? They scored four points, only one try, and you know, the 50, the 50 run metres is, is you know, something nice to see. But if you, yeah, you're looking at 15 in demerit points, so there's you know, he did get um, the one-off load, so he will end up on 20 points. So there's 35 that he could have potentially had without any attacking stats. Yes, the, the five tackle breaks is a little bit high. You, know, you might be averaging a three to four. The error rate might be you know down to one. So I'd expect just you know as a base there, with the eighteen tackles, three misses, one error, and maybe that negative one in a in a you know penalty there, a uh, six again. I'd expect him his base to be around that mid twenties, and then some upside in some try assists and stuff as well as the Rabbitohs begin to get better as as a squad. So you know that's his first game, guys. Just be aware of that. Okay, maybe you don't want to start him next week. But at 300k, you had to bring him into the side. As a starting half, he has the position. You know, no one's going to steal that position off him. He didn't play that bad to lose his spot. So he's going to be there for the next period. I'd be holding steady. If you don't want to play him in your 17 next week, that is okay. But just breathe, right? Picking him to start in your 17 over Walters was not a stupid decision, right? You've got to think of it like that. Yes, you got a bit unlucky and you started... You know, I, personally, I started Ilias over Walters, but... It's not something that's going to ruin your season. As much as you know, leaving Tago in number six, for example, on your emergencies feels bad. If you didn't pick up one of these guys that scored really well, it feels bad. But one of your other players can do better. And if they don't, you can just make the quick trade and in round two and get that person in that appears to be a must-have or something like that. So just be aware of that, guys, heading into the rest of the round. We've got some great games in the next few hours. We've got Roosters in an hour and a half. Uh, against the Knights, and then we've got two more games to come. So I hope you enjoy all that, and we'll catch you in the next video tomorrow, guys. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.